What's up, guys? I'm Cora. And I'm Sharon. And this is Learning on the Job, a podcast for moms. Join us as we talk about our highs and lows and everything in between on this journey of motherhood. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our bonus series. Yeah, we are excited. Yeah, so excited. So this is going to be our Gilmore Girl Rewatch bonus series. Um, It is going to come out every Friday, or at least most every Friday. Um, This one, since it's not our main series, if we get behind with life and stuff, we can kind of skip a week, but we're going to try and keep it to every Friday for y'all. Yeah. So uh, the reason that we wanted to do this is because Sharon and I both love the Gilmore Girls. Um, It's been one of our comfort shows for many years. And Mm -hmm. now that we're moms, we're just, you know, we've been excited to, especially as both girl moms have that mother daughter relationship And I think we both spend a lot of time thinking about what that relationship is going to look like as our daughters get older. So uh, like we said before, we have seen the show since we've been moms before, but now that we're really like, I would say a little more experienced into motherhood and kind of getting into the thick of things, we just wanted to go through it with each other and, you know, talk about our insights, um, how we feel about it now with our own opinions and also as moms now. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited because I love the show. Like you've already said, we both love it. And I think that it'll be a lot of fun to kind of watch it with Ginny. And I mean, even though she doesn't know what's going on now, it I, I feel like I relate to a lot of things more. And now I feel like I daydream about some of this stuff a little more like, oh, I can't wait to do that. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun so far. And I'm, I'm excited. Definitely. And these episodes will be structured a little bit differently than our normal ones. So if you're a normal listener, there's not going to be as much talking at the beginning with catching up and everything. It's pretty much going to strictly be just about the Gilmore Girl rewatch. Yeah. And our plan is to basically uh, go through the series in like a part A and part B. So like the first half of the episode, season one and then the second half of season one and the next episode and so on and so forth. And then we'll do one episode per episode of a year in the life, um, which, Mm -hmm. you know, since they're basically like mini movies. So today we're starting with episodes one through 10 of season one. Yeah. So starting off with episode one, the pilot. Oh, it's such a throwback. Definitely. I I will say like rewatching and like really paying attention to these because this has always been like that comfort show that I can have on in the background fall asleep to I don't have to pay attention to I feel like season one it's it's like one of those things like while you're watching it you know what goes on but you forget all these little details Mm -hmm. because there's it's still establishing itself so episode like season one is always such a hard one to I think really get into because it didn't really get its stride until I think later in season one and really into season two well and you just notice um season one there are some differences in contrast to like future seasons people that are more prominent characters later on people that a lot of continuity to, errors and stuff. yeah that people they tried to make characters um more prominent earlier in the series like um 
they just kind of fade out and then others fade in that kind of became more popular I think as they put the show out there yeah. and realized what worked and what didn't so and I did make a lot of notes about the continuity just because like again paying attention I'm like actually noticing when things were established and pointed out so yeah um I will dive into the pilot episode um the description for this episode and for the series as a whole is when Rory is accepted to attend a prestigious prep school, Chilton, um, Lorelai must swallow her pride and ask her wealthy parents to help pay the tuition. And that basically kind of sets the scene um, of what Gilmore Girls is really about. Lorelai and Rory have lived their own lives in this small town away from her parents' wealthy lifestyle for, you know, the entirety of Rory's life. And this is the show starts when those worlds have to re-collide. Yeah. So, yeah, I have in my notes, like, Rory gets into Chilton, and, like, right after that, she meets Dean, and I freaking hate Dean. (laughs) But... Yeah, I've never, I've never <laughs> been Team Dean, and I think it's interesting that from the beginning, um, you know, it, what was looked at as, like, cute and, like, oh, whatever girl wants, I guess, back in the day, like, you're, you know, we kind of have talked about it in, in our reactions and things like this, yeah. um, you know, definitely red flags, like, he already knew so much about He's her. He's stalking her. I mean, and it's just, like, he already had this idea of like who she was and like what she should be for him I feel like before they even started dating yeah and I mean that whole thing right there is really going to cause issues later on that we'll get to in like later seasons and stuff between Mm -hmm. the two of them but I completely agree and I will say like thinking trying to think back like in high school high school girls don't really see those as red flags like even today I feel like younger girls just don't really see those as red flags maybe they're like desirable features like oh he pays attention to me he's attentive you know he wants to be like he wants me he like I'm all he thinks about and while some of those like you have to think about those characteristics and like I mean, like, is are you all he thinks about? Like, it's an obsession, or does he care about you? Because, like, I can tell you, I am not all my husband thinks about. <laughs> like, he thinks about other things throughout the day, but he cares about me and he loves me. He's not obsessed over me. Like, it's right. not an obsession to a point that, like, sometimes it seems like Dean is. Well, and like, you know, we don't see that as much at the beginning, but that does come like you said, more so yeah. in the second season. Um, so going along, you know, with the episode, uh, it's a lot of establishing characters. We meet Luke for the first time very quickly. And then other people in the town, like Miss Patty, Babette, um, Mick, quote unquote, who's really Kirk, but he just wasn't yeah. like, that's a, a character that obviously the team wanted in the show, but they couldn't establish like how they wanted him in the show. Um so yeah a lot of that a lot of just getting to know the town and then finally Richard and Emily when she goes to talk to them and ask them for the money yeah and then 
Lorelai finds out that Rory doesn't want to go to Chilton anymore because of a boy. Yeah, shortly after this, um, once Lorelai does like suck it up and ask her parents. Um, but going and going back to that for a second, you know, that's a big scene because obviously that's the first time she's asked anything of them, probably since Rory's really been born. So for like past 15, almost 16 years. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, it kind of establishes the relationship, you know, uh, Emily is not one to pass up like bribery or uh, like the, you know, basically, what's the word I'm looking for? Coercing someone into something. So like Lorelai yeah. wants this money and Emily wants to be able to spend time with her daughter and her granddaughter. Um, so she's like, well, if you want this money, you have to come for Friday night dinners every night. So, yeah. And that's how everyone's going to be like so heavily involved because it's just not, not just the money, but now they are, they want to be a part of each other's, or Emily wants to be a part of their lives. She wants to see them once a week and, you know, have a foot in the door as far as their existence goes, which she hasn't yeah. before. And I will say that meeting Emily and Richard, I think they're two of the characters that they never really, like, I don't want to say they don't ever change, but like they're from the moment we meet them all the way through the series, their personalities, like they, they're very well established in the very first episode. I agree. Yeah. Um, from, you know, even, even down to like their dry sense of humor, um, yeah. I think, you know. And, like, just all of the passive aggressiveness from Emily and, like, just just her way of being a mom. Like, yes, we do see some growth later on, but just her way of being a mom, it doesn't ever change. Like, even up to the last episode. Yeah, she has her entire series. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how things should be. I think I've said this on our normal podcast, but I'm just, like, I have a grandmother who is very much like this. She's not 100% like Emily to an extent. Because I love being around my grandma, but I'm just like, there are so many things that she says, like, she's that person in the grocery store that if you cut in front of her or like, if, if you do something that you're not supposed to do, or you're taking too long doing something you're not supposed to, she's not going to say anything to you. She's going to say anything, or she's going to say something to me or whoever's with her as and loud enough so that you can hear her like I guess some people just don't have to wait in line (laughs) and I'm just like oh dear god somebody's gonna shoot us (laughs) (laughs) like Jesus Christ but But I do I do love Lorelai's reaction um to like to all of that like not love it like yay go Lorelai but I'm just like everything coming with strings and it's like that's very much how I think I would react in that situation like if my mom were trying to do that to me and I didn't want that but like she she wants Rory to be in the school she wants to do everything she can to get Rory into the good school and so she's like okay fine one night a week we'll eat dinner with you yeah but that's it (laughs) And yes, like you said, then once they get this all figured out, that's when Rory and Dean, you know, they'd have been talking and now Rory's starting to think like, oh, maybe I do just want to stay at Stars Hollow High School. Yeah. And of course, Lorelai is having flashback 
aspects to her own life because it hasn't really it's been stated but not explicitly like it is later on but Lorelai did have Rory whenever she was in high school she was only 16 and of course like she ended up dropping out and doing all this stuff and it was everything was for a boy because she got pregnant and stuff and so Lorelai is just like I don't want you to throw your life away like kind of like what she did she loves her life but she wants more for Rory and Rory's gung-ho on going to Harvard and Lorelai wants to do everything she can to get her there so basically you know they kind of go back and forth until we get to our first Friday night dinner and at this point Rory doesn't know what the Friday night dinners are like that they're one going to be a regular thing she's kind of like why are we going to the grandparents house it's not Christmas um and so they go and it's a classic Friday night dinner um, in full form, as we'll see later in the series. But that just means that, you know, Lorelai and Emily end up getting into a fight in the kitchen that Richard and Rory can just like hear sitting at the table. One of my favorite scenes, honestly. <laughs> and then he falls asleep. Oh, so funny. Yeah. And I think that this is kind of like within the next few episodes, we're really going to watch Rory and Richard's relationship grow Mm -hmm. and so I think it's ones yeah I completely agree and so I think it's really interesting to see it from the very beginning because like it's his granddaughter but he doesn't know her because they never really come around and so it's really awkward like with them two just sitting at the table and they're just like "Mm, okay well I don't know what they want us to do and yeah like you said they can hear them arguing and then of course Rory does find out what the whole dinners were about because she was so confused and now she knows that her mom did all of this for her and Rory is sucks it up like a good daughter and is like I will go to the school exactly and that's basically how we kind of started the series um a little mother-daughter conflict more mother-daughter conflict between Lorelai and Emily um yeah setting the stage for episode two uh which is Rory's first day at Chilton Um, yeah and literally actually the title is the Lorelai's first day at Chilton um because if you didn't know Rory is short for Lorelai yeah and I think we really get that like I think it might be mentioned or it is mentioned in the first episode whenever they're trying to whenever they figure out the whole money situation but I think it's really more expressed in the second episode because like whenever they arrive at the school, Lorelai is like, this is Rory, but her name's Lorelai. And but she'll answer either one. She's yeah. just kind of rambling on and on. <laughs> well, actually, it's mentioned in the first episode when Lor- when Rory meets Dean, she tells Dean. That's oh, like, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, she's like, oh, yeah, uh, my name's Rory or it's actually Lorelai. My mom named her after myself. She said that it, <laughs> it was a whole feminist thing, but I think a lot of Demerol went into that decision making. And then she's like, I don't usually talk this much. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, on the topic of their names, one thing that is done in episode two, little continuity catch is they reference Richard's mom as she like as if she's dead. They're saying like she was and she did and they're talking about her at dinner as if she's dead but then she comes in later on and in the later season and she's clearly not dead yeah I I did catch that as well yeah I just I thought that was funny but yeah Rory goes to school in episode two and of course it's a big day 
And unfortunately, Lorelai's clock does not go off in time. The cat and so there, yeah, the cat clock doesn't purr, and so they end up being late, or like they're just running late. And of course, it's laundry day, and Lorelai didn't get to get her dry cleaning, so she ends up. They reference that she looks like a cowgirl, but for those who don't remember or haven't seen it, she is wearing a. I feel like it's a cute t-shirt. It's a t-shirt I feel like I would wear. Yeah, it's like a tie-dye pink t-shirt cut off shorts. It's not big. It's not a big t-shirt. Like, it's very form-fitting. It looks fine. The shorts, I will say, they have slits on the side. Like, they're jean shorts, but they are cut on the side. But it's it's no big deal. Not not too bad. What really throws the whole thing off is she chose to to wear cowboy boots. Yeah, like, you couldn't just grab a pair of tennis shoes. Like, you're telling me. Or, like, sandals or anything. You don't, yeah, you don't have some flip-flops. I mean, I get that it's probably cold. I don't really, I I don't quite understand, obviously, how Connecticut's, like, temperature works. But, like, if Rory's birthday is in October and that's not for, like, however many more episodes, it has to be, like, August or September. Like, how cold is it that you need? It is, they did say she's a month, they're already a month into school whenever she transferred. Yeah, Um, but that's just, I mean, we don't know when their school starts, so. Yeah, we don't know when their school starts, um, and her birthday is not for, like, four more episodes, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's probably, like, mid to late August. They could start yeah. earlier in the summer. I, I think that they're probably, it's probably September when this episode is taking place. I just, uh... Okay, yeah. But, yeah, so, of course, Lorelai makes a fool of herself, um to the headmaster she does meet a nice chilton parent that comes and hits on her later in the episode at the end well he yeah he hits on her a little bit at school and then rory is like we gotta go we're late yeah and so she but she didn't leave before telling him where she works yeah i know she's like hey but if you want to come find me yeah and then of course as we're walking into the headmaster's office who else is there uh, none other than Emily Gilmore because she's <laughs> friends with the headmaster's fa- uh, wife so of course they all know each other and she's financially involved in Roy's education and so that means that she can just drop in anytime and say hi I don't necessarily agree with that but in Emily's world I guess she can if it was like a regular yeah. world no but yeah you know. I I agree like I I don't think anybody would really think that way I think there's a few things that being financially involved people would be like oh yeah like I can do this or like I have the ability to do this but just dropping in just because you know the people and stuff I I I don't agree with a lot more of this episode is really kind of like episode one where it's really establishing things so really it's kind of establishing school we see you know she kind of meets some of her classmates we meet Paris who's going to be in the rest of the series she starts off as like she's well she's frequently her enemy but also her best friend um so always it goes back and forth yeah it's always an enemies to friends uh you know arc for them and story arc and then obviously uh Madison and Louise who are two of my favorites uh just Mm -hmm. uh, the girls of Chilton and Tristan Dugray played by Chad Chad Michael Murray Murray. who's just (laughs) Uh, he was just a, a like token 
part of any like teen thing that happened in the early 2000s especially if the CW was involved so yeah, yeah. he um so up until One Tree Hill he did a lot of like the bad boy kind yep. of roles because he was actually offered the role of Nathan for One Tree Hill but he didn't want to be the bad boy anymore like he wanted to do something different and that's how he got Lucas yep so that might be another one that we'll have to watch at another time and you know I've never watched One One Tree Hill really oh my god I I started to try and watch it and I was just like I I will say the the first season especially the first few episodes like they're they're very long because they kind of move a little slow but I I think it's definitely one that you should check out but anyway um they call her Mary I feel like that's something to mention because that's something that's going to go on up but like because it's mainly Chad Michael Murray's character um so Tristan is calling her Mary the whole time and it comes like it's going to be a constant thing up until his last episode in the series. Well, and I mean, even later on in college, uh, parent Paris calls her Mary at some point. Oh yeah, that's right. So <laughs> I mean, it's like a throwback reference for sure. But basically, it's a biblical thing. It's like it means like Virgin Mary, like she's a goody two shoes. Yeah, and even whenever like so, Rory doesn't get it obviously at the time. She's just like, it's my name's Rory. Um. But when once she asks Lorelai at the end of the school day, uh, Lorelai's like, oh, my God, they still do that. And she explains it to her. And then Roy's like, what would they do if I was a whore? And uh, Lorelai's like, well, they would probably add a Magdalene at the end of that. <laughs> like, ah, biblical, these insults are yeah, biblical. Biblical, <laughs> biblical insults. This school is prestigious um so moving on the next episode is called kill me now and it's the first time we get to see richard and emily bond or richard and emily richard and rory bond together because basically Mm -hmm. the episode kind of centers around rory going on a golf trip to like learn to play golf with richard and spending Mm -hmm. a sunday at the country club um Lorelai doesn't think she's going to enjoy it. She's like, I'm so sorry you're getting dragged into this. Emily thinks she will enjoy it. She does end up enjoying it, mostly because she just enjoys spending time with her grandfather. And then that just really makes Lorelai very, I think, jealous. Um, And I think there's a lot of layers to her jealousy, you know, um, because Rory is her best pal, but also her parents were never, like, she was never close with them. I will say something that we find out later on, but obviously we don't know at this time is there were times and moments throughout Lorelai's life whenever she was, I would say, fairly close with her dad. And um, like they had very few pivotal days where he was he was treating her a lot like he treats Rory. And so, yeah, I think a lot of that jealousy comes uh, coming from Lorelai is because it's kind of feels like she's being pushed out like now they have the daughter they always wanted Mm -hmm. and she's kind of I think she kind of feels like she's losing Rory a little bit even though she knows that she's not I think it's mainly on the parent side of things and then too like even if she doesn't think she's losing Rory she probably thinks that Rory is kind of on her parents side now and she obviously doesn't 
want to be alone on well, her a big, side. A big theme, you know, of the show is that Lorelai left this like life of wealth because she didn't like all the strings that came attached to it and all of the fake niceties and just all the bullshit. And she feels like she raised Rory to be the same way. And Rory is very much mm-hmm. like her and they have such a good relationship. But, um, and this is the uh, one thing I, I noted is like, this is the first episode where you Rory gets a true taste of, that life and she does like it and she always does take a liking to it like later on she makes decisions that lead her to like being around you know wealth um she grow slowly grows accustomed to a certain style of living that that Lorelai was always okay with like ditching and I think just like this is that first instance and that's like that first like I wouldn't say that Lorelai feels betrayed by Rory but like you know it's just like oh like this was not my my plan for you you yeah and so pretty much I feel like this is a pretty chill episode I think this one yeah this one's a pretty chill episode and there's it's really just the entire time it's kind of a big not a fight but Lorelai's kind of giving Rory the cold shoulder and they get into little spats about stupid things mm-hmm. like about uh, Rory wearing Lorelai's sweater and Lorelai's like, oh, you're going to stretch it out and just little things like that. And so like, I think the plot B of this whole thing going on too is Lorelai's putting together a party uh, or a wedding at her inn. And she's also dealing with a mom who absolutely like wants her kids gone she went like is there it's a double wedding between her twin daughters and the mom the entire time is like oh they're driving me crazy she's taking Adderall and everything and she's just like oh I need them to be gone and so I think Lorelai is dealing with a lot dealing with that mom and her issues and then her being a mom dealing with her own issues but of course by the end of the episode they work it all out they apologize and Lorelai kind of accepts the fact that she's gonna have to share Rory in both worlds a little bit because like you said Rory's never gotten a taste of this so she wants Rory to be able to make that decision on her own exactly um so going on to episode four which is the deer hunters this is the beginning of um seeing Max Medina Rory's teacher and Lori's Lord Lorelai's <laughs> so hard to keep man I wish they would have given them slightly different names it's it's yeah. a little hard to say them back and forth um but uh, basically Rory gets a bad grade on a test she's very upset about it um Lorelai gets involved she meets the teacher that becomes a thing a little later on um but the main part of the episode really is that then from then on Rory uh, and Lorelai stay up studying for a test that she's got coming up trying to raise her grades and lo and behold, they oversleep again. They really oversleep a lot. Yeah. And yeah, so like at the beginning, whenever Rory gets the D, um, Lorelai doesn't know. She didn't tell Lorelai. Um, so Lorelai is at school meeting Max Medina. And she's just thinking like everything's hunky-dory. It was a parent-teacher conference. And then Max lets it slip up that Rory got a bad grade. And Lorelai's like, 
no, you don't understand. Rory doesn't get D's. I have to go and like leave straight to her. And so I do think I do respect that of her that like she like put everything down to help her because she knows how much it means to Rory. And then, yeah, they stay up all night studying oversleep and Rory has to drive to Chilton herself because the bus would take too long and Lorelai can't drive her because she has a big meeting and Rory gets hit by a deer. She doesn't doesn't hit hit a deer, deer. she gets hit. But okay, here's the part I also (laughs) um, like didn't understand for that. She's like in a hurry, but she's like, oh, gotta stop and get my notes. If you're driving to a test, why do you, you don't even have time to read your notes. You have to drive. You don't need, don't stop and don't be stopping at the stop sign to be calling lane. Do you got my notes? Where are they? That, well, and then that's she the even forgot got hit by the deer. She forgot about her test again too because she was on the phone with Lane, and then she gets out to look for the deer to see if it's okay. Yeah, and then she's and like, then, "Oh, my test!" Yeah, and then she's scrambling back again, and then she throws like a. I don't want to call it a fit. She just makes a big scene then at school in front of everyone because yeah, they they're not going to allow it. her to take it. No, I think it's a little unreasonable. I like, I feel like that's just kind of how things were uh, back in like 2003. Like that kind of shit flew more, but like it is not realistic. I feel like to just like not let somebody take a test because they're late uh, a little yeah. bit, but you know, that's just me. Yeah, I will say you do have to think it, it is a more prestigious school, so they have a lot more rules too. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I never went. To yeah, a I mean, I I hear that. I just like that, I just think but... they're arbitrary rules. Like they don't actually serve any like real purpose in life, especially considering all these kids are like rich kids, and if they ever make any real mistakes in their life, mommy and daddy are gonna buy them out of it. Like they're never actually yeah. gonna suffer real consequences. So it's just like she was late for a test. If it were, you know, Madison's mom uh, or Madison, like, would she have been, you know, told she couldn't take the test or whatever? Like, I don't know. Probably because shadowing, little foreshadowing that rich kids can get out of anything. Uh, We see that later on when Rory's in college. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, and that's just what I mean. It's just like that. And they talk about like, you know, Logan later on getting like kicked out of all these boarding schools and like basically like being able to just do whatever he wanted and stuff. But anyways I digress um there's not really any other interesting things to talk about about that episode um it's five is also yeah episode five is also a little slow too I agree um I really think that six is our next big episode um but so in episode five uh, this one is where we get a little more from Mac between Max Medina and Lorelai. Yeah, he really likes Lorelai. He thinks that they should date. Mm-hmm. R- Lorelai is like kind of iffy about it. She likes him, but she doesn't want it to be like weird for Rory. Well, she she respects the boundaries. I feel like that is very good. Like Lorelai kind of says that it's always been her and Rory, and any like she says that she has dated guys, but she never brings them home unless Rory's gone like she doesn't ever do anything to involve Rory because she doesn't want Rory to get attached and then then leave and her she doesn't want Rory to go through all of that like guys just coming in and out and I very much respect that I do too I think you know obviously that's really admirable of Lorelai and part of the reason that her and Rory have such like a close comfortable relationship 
Um, so episode six is Rory's birthday parties. Parties is in plural because mm-hmm. her birthday falls on a Friday, which, as we may have mentioned before, is Friday night dinner. So yep. Rory gets two birthday parties. Um, yeah, and this one's a big episode. I feel mainly because of what happens at Friday night dinner on her birthday, of course, at the hands of Emily Gilmore. Well, okay, so to back it up, you know, we see at the beginning of the episode, Emily's made pudding for dinner, which she doesn't typically do. And then she calls uh, Lorelai later in the episode. She wants to go shopping for Rory's birthday, help Mm -hmm. find something that Rory might actually like. And they go on the shopping trip and... Lorelai feels like she makes some like henway with her mom because she gets her to buy something that's an actually good present for Rory and not just something like ridiculous and overly expensive for the sake of it being expensive um yeah because she was like 12 dollars isn't a birthday present right and And so what do you mean meanwhile what Lorelai doesn't know and what Rory comes to find out is that Emily has invited everyone at Rory's new school to this party which Rory is very much an introvert and like doesn't just like hang out with a lot of people in general or at least at the beginning of the show um and this is upsetting to her for a number of reasons she doesn't like the or not that she doesn't like these kids she doesn't know them and they don't really like her yeah they make fun of her Mary there's a few, like, of course, Paris and Tristan, like the ones we've already met. Of course, they're there. And Rory is not thrilled about that at all. But there's a big scene, too, whenever uh, Emily tells, like, she keeps dragging Rory and just pushing her into these situations. Yeah, uncomfortable situations. Yeah, she's like, they're your guests. Like, some of your school friends are here. Go say hi. And Rory's like, like Emily is watching her and Rory's walking up to them. And they're like, who is that? and like they don't even know her and someone's like i think it's her party and they're just like oh like they, like, they, they don't, don't even say don't anything care. to her yeah at least and richard's friends like all pulled out envelopes of cash like they were cool i know i was like that that's the way to do it right um but then basically Rory tells Emily as she's asking, Emily asks Rory to give a speech to everyone. And like I said, Rory is not like trying to cause call a lot of attention to herself, especially to these people she doesn't know or like. So she just tells her like, I'm not going to, these are your friends. Like this is your party. Yeah. Um, kind of makes a little bit of a scene, definitely embarrasses Emily. And well, Emily yeah. is like, this is your party. These are your guests. And yeah like Rory's like no you invited them all and I do like I I think Rory did the right thing by standing up for herself in that situation because Emily was pushing and Lorelai was trying to diffuse it but then what really struck me in the heart was Emily then blames Lorelai Emily is like Lorelai your daughter is being disrespectful in front of everyone like you need to control her because that's what Emily thinks. She thinks that, like, being a parent means being able to control your kid. Um, she just doesn't understand that, you, it like, that's not their relationship. L- Lorelai is, like, an empathetic ear to Rory, not someone to, like, tell her what to do. Yeah. Um, like, so I then, don't think I could ever do that to my kid. Or if my mom ever said that to me about Jenny, right? I'd be like, um, no. Right. You, you done messed up. 
So then the next day is the party Lorelai throws, which is a big bash at the house. It's a fun time. And Richard and Emily go. It's actually the first time they've ever been to Lorelai's house, which I think is interesting. Um, Well, she did say that they had been to Stars Hollow before, but it was whenever she was living at the inn where she works. So they had and like they they would come like I feel like they would meet in the middle kind of because she said that they would get together for certain holidays or whatever every now and then throughout the year I think that it was just them going over to the Gilmore's for the holidays and they like maybe visited the inn a couple of times but yeah um, obviously that's that I mean they talk later about they've moved into that house you know at some point so um so yeah we get to see that whole exchange we get to see the town of Stars Hollow a little more everyone loves Rory um and I think it's it's also one of the first times that Richard and Emily really get to see like the life that Lorelai has really created for herself mm-hmm. um here in Stars Hollow which is um a reoccurring theme throughout the show yeah and so I will say like from Emily's perspective with the whole party I feel like this is probably the first time that they've really gotten to celebrate Rory's birthday party so I do understand where Emily's coming from in her world of how she was wanting to make it a really big special event and she wanted to show Rory off because this is the first time they've ever gotten to do it and just like in the last episode we didn't we kind of mentioned it this is that was the first time they got to show her off at the club in front of all their friends um But then the episode ends with us seeing Rory outside because Dean gave her a present for her birthday. Oh, yes. And that is one thing is like Rory is still keeping this a secret from Lorelai, even though even though Lorelai knows like she told Lorelai about him a little bit. Or she knows that there's a boy. Yeah, she hasn't like they haven't really had a full on talk. They've just kind of joked about it here and there. And but what Rory doesn't know is Lorelai was watching from or Lorelai saw she, she wasn't was tr- watching she, she was looking out of the window and yeah well that actually kind of leads perfectly into the next episode because yeah basically how the next episode starts um is you know Rory's been going and having these like clandestine meetings with Dean um at the, the grocery, grocery store, store. <laughs> uh and basically he puts two things behind his back and asks her to guess which one or put a soda behind his back ask which hand it's in and then mm-hmm. basically he kisses her and she yeah. like says thank you and then runs out of the store and goes with and the bag the of like pa- like uh was corn flour, flour. Corn? yeah she yeah. had she was so stunned she did she just ran out with the corn flour she didn't pay for it so she's a thief now but she d- runs to her best friend's house, who we haven't really touched on much. Who is even Lane. though she's been in the episodes, yeah, Lane. Yeah, you know, Lane is obviously another character. She's uh, Rory's like best friend since childhood. Um, and- I just feel like they haven't highlighted her too much until now. Like she she's been in scenes and stuff here and there, but she hasn't been a part of like a really big scene of the storyline. She's just been there here and there. Um, but Lane's a really big one in this episode because that's, of course, who Rory tells that Dean kissed her. Yeah. And, of course, if, since we haven't talked about Lane much, Lane comes from a very um, religious family, very sheltered life. She loves rock and roll and, like, typical teenager things, but she, like, hides her real life under the floorboards of her house and she pretends to be like a seven-day Adventist Christian uh, with her mom. Um, yeah. 
And so her mom hears them talking um, and kind of busts in on them and breaks it up a little bit. And then later on basically tells Lorelai like, hey, I don't need you having your daughter telling my daughter about kissing boys and giving her the wrong idea. And of course, Lorelai is like, what? Rory's kissing boys? I'm sorry. Yeah. But I love the interaction there because like Rory's telling Lane and then Miss Kim overhears and she's like, what? Who's kissing? And like, who who kissed you? And Lane's like, the Lord, mama. (laughs) I know she's like, Jesus. And yeah, like we we think at that moment that Miss Kim buys it because she doesn't say anything. But then, of course, like you said, later on, she ends up telling Lorelai. And so now we know that Miss Kim was like actually listening. She's like, mm, I don't like you. And this is from the first episode, too. Like we get a very strong sense that Miss Kim does not approve of Lorelai and Rory because they're very much more out there, outgoing, wild and no man in the house yeah the no man which of course that's a whole nother thing we never see mr kim until until the 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 the, reunion yeah and it's like yeah they almost what well and the thing about that is people i think for years were like how hypocritical of her you know like where's mr kim but she's always mad that lorelei doesn't have a man around but what we just didn't know is like mr kim was just like in the background of the show and Lane, she doesn't, she hasn't referenced him yet, but there, I do know that there is at well, least the one first or two episode, times in, in she the mentions pilot, his dad, well, her dad. In, in the pilot, she called, she, that's the one continuity thing. And I know it's like specifically because it was like the pilot and it was filmed before any of the rest of the series. Was yeah. Filmed, but she go, she talks about like, oh, my parents would be so mad, blah, 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 blah. Then and we see her mom, but we don't obviously meet her dad. And then the rest of the series, she pretty much only like exclusively talks about like, oh, my mom would disapprove, blah, 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 blah. So yeah, I don't know why they made the decision to only have Mrs. Kim. They just never brought Mr. Kim in. And then they just decided to just pretend like he didn't exist until like two decades later. But. I feel like they probably tried to make it seem like he had died because a lot of christians it's okay not to have a man in the house if you're a widow but like lorelei's not a widow she chose to be a single mom and so that's very frowned upon like you 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 weren't married and stuff because i know that's how it is for catholics well uh, definitely i don't necessarily think that like the show portrayed that in any way like gave us any indication i don't think they tried to say that he was dead i just think that that's like that may have been like their reasoning for it like it's okay for miss kim to shade lorelei well no i mean it like you know the the internet wasn't really a thing the show ended in 2007 so like people didn't really like criticize that i would say until like it was put on netflix in Mm -hmm. like 2014 and then kind of rediscovered um but which i think that's the reason that when they did the reboot that they put mr kim in there was so they could explain it i think that like that was their reasoning mm. all along it was like oh he was just you know he was there just like not there yeah um but anyways yeah so then mrs kim does know and she does tell uh, lorelei and then lorelei confronts rory about it and it's basically like hey so you didn't tell me about this what's that about yeah but the big I think the biggest part like so the beginning and the ending of this episode are the two bigger parts um 
because Rory does obviously tell Lorelai whenever she confronts her and stuff. And so it's not a big spat between them. It's diffused very, very easily and very quick. Well, Um, and and Lorelai tries to make up for it. She or she tries to be a very proactive mom. About she tries to be situation. the cool mom. <laughs> I think maybe yeah. she, this is one of those times where she tries to be the cool mom, and I don't think that it translates well. But it's like I think good it's like effort. I think it's like she's trying to be like I don't want you to hide boys from me. So if you want to have a boy, like let's invite him over right. to where we can all hang out. And but so yeah, they want to have a movie night and. Lorelai, without talking to Rory at all, is just like, "Hey, do you want to come?" Yeah, she's just like, like, yeah, "Yeah, you come. Like, it'll be fine." And then Rory's like, "You invited this guy over to our movie night, to our house. Like, I'm supposed to hang out with him now." Like, and I completely understand where Rory's coming from because she's like, "We were supposed to like not look cute. We're supposed to be in PJs and eat junk food and just stuff our faces and watch a movie." This was not the vibe. Now I have to look cute. Like now I have to be presentable. And I mean, Rory and Lorelai are big movie buffs. And now Rory can't actually watch the movie that much because she's still trying to get to know Dean. And yeah, everything. it's just like it's 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 just a whole different thing. So they, but used- it does turn out good. Well, and I like this because you know we do see why they are such a unique pairing as far as like a mother daughter relationship. Because like yeah, you kind of see. Lorelai like think she's the cool mom and do like the cringy thing of inviting the guy over and like at first Rory's like I'm clearly like a teenager and why why would you think that I would want to hang out with my like the guy like and my parents and she's like well, I'm not just like a regular mom like I'm your friend and Rory's yeah. like I guess but then like you see them later in the show like Rory's freaking out about what to wear and Lorelai comes in and helps her and they're like you know they've got this closeness um just I don't know it's just it's one of those moments where I'm like man I really hope that I do something right that where like Claire feels like she's willing to talk to me that she wants to come to me for advice like on like Same. an outfit to wear and stuff like that that she doesn't just like want to shut the door and be like uh like nothing to do with my parents you know yeah like I would love to be able to share clothes with Jenny or like be like just to have that closeness where Jenny asked me to do her hair she asked me to like help her get ready because she's all giddy and stuff like for dance school dances the prom like things like that I want to be involved in all of that and of course I want her to be able like I I would love it if she if like I'm the first person that she tells whenever a boy kisses her because I don't even remember when I ever told my mom that I kissed a boy like that was just nothing that i like I didn't run to her and talk to her about I, I don't think I same. ever actually told her I think she just assumed after some point same and uh, the first boy my parents ever saw me kiss was Chris I did not I had many boyfriends that came over to my house and everything but I just like I think not. there was maybe one boyfriend in high school that they may have seen me kiss but it wasn't it wasn't like how I kiss Jake now like it wasn't it, it was very much like a little pecking goodbye because I was very awkward about that like even hugging my boyfriends it was very awkward when my parents were watching yeah exactly but they don't have that kind of relationship um yeah like they're they are definitely closer so and that's like I said the whole one of the whole things about us redoing this is like this is the relationship we want with our daughters like exactly. there's a lot that we can learn from Lorelai there's a lot that we can learn not to do from Lorelai as well For but sure. I, I definitely want that relationship because I think 
I don't think that like Ginny would want me and Jake to have a movie night with her and her boyfriend, but I I I I would love it if Ginny would be okay with like inviting a boy over and hanging out, maybe doing dinner with all of us. Jake and I can go upstairs or whatever, and they can watch a movie downstairs or something. And like, it just be kind of controlled that way. Well, moving on to uh, episode eight, which is called Love and War and Snow. Um, This one's a big one. This one. Okay. I mean, so I don't, it's not like a huge one to me, but it does have some like classic parts that I think are very, you know, like when you think of Gilmore Girls and stuff, you think of like Lorelai saying, I smell snow. Yeah, um, I have a lot of notes and like summer continuity errors. Some are like, this is the first, this is the first episode where we get the whole I smell snow, like her whole, we don't know her whole thing with snow just yet, but well, it's explained we, in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, we we really get to see that. We start to see it, and that's going to be something that grows as, th- as the series goes on. Um, but I will say someone who we haven't talked about just yet, who plays a pretty significant part, I will say, or a pretty big part, is Luke. Um, I think he plays a pretty big part in this episode, mainly because we kind of see it in other episodes that Luke has like a little soft spot for Lorelai and of course Rory too but then here I spent like towards the end we really see how jealous he is and how much he does care for Lorelai and he wants to be with Lorelai well I mean I I don't know if I see we see that a lot in this episode because Luke kind of has his own storyline in this episode. Well, I mean, doing the reenactor thing, and then so like, I mean, like he has a big thing, like because he has that, but then like at the end, like I said, like we we had seen that he had feelings for Lorelai up to this point, and like he liked her, he did he had a soft spot, did things for her, but then at the end, like spoiler alert, this is the episode where Lorelai goes out with Max Medina. And then at the end, you can just kind of see that Luke's face drops whenever he sees her out with Max at the end walking. And yeah, he's a little I mean, upset and depressed. So, like, that's whenever we really kind of see, like, oh, yeah, he he likes her. Well, and I will say you do see that a couple of other times in the series. There's a couple of episodes where it kind of ends with him watching Lorelai walk away or, like, almost say something to her and then not. Um, and then even... In like the one of the first couple of episodes, I can't. I think it was actually the second episode. Lorelai asked Rory, like, "Do you think Luke's cute?" It was the second episode because it was after mm-hmm. when you know that guy, the Chilton teacher or this Chilton parent, asked Rory or asked Lorelai out, um, and Lorelai was like, "No, you're a Chilton parent." You know, Luke and her have that conversation later, and he's like, "Oh, good," you know, because I don't think you should date a Chilton parent. They kind of have that weird conversation, and then later on, Lorelai's yeah. like do you think Luke's cute? Like, and she's like, you can't date Luke. You just, you can't do that. Yeah. I think it's a little more highlighted in this episode just because I think it's, you can definitely read his face. Like when he sees her with another guy rather than just like seeing her out and about and stuff. And his face just completely drops from what yeah. he was doing. But, uh, but yeah, so we see Max. Um, basically what the gist of the episode is, is there's a snowstorm. Um, Max Medina happens to have his car break down in Stars Hollow and he needs a place to stay. So 
he stays. And Rory's gone for the night. Yeah, and Rory's at he the grandparents. at her grandma's. Another subplot that's happening in this episode is Rory and Lane are, like, not having the greatest time. Now, like, Rory's, like, really into Dean. They're, like, in a relationship now. So Lane's trying to talk to Rory about a boy she likes. And Rory's just got all this other stuff going on. She's trying to get cookies for Dean. She's talking to him. She's reading her book. She goes to another school now so they can't talk at school anymore. Yeah. Um. So basically lane has an embarrassing moment with the guy that she likes while she's at school and she goes to rory's house afterwards to find her of course rory's not there because of the snowstorm so she just stays in rory's room and then like walks in on lorelei and max like making out in the stairwell (laughs) yeah that one was uh that was interesting because she thought it was rory but because the phones cut out earlier whenever they were on the phone talking so Rory never got a chance to tell her that she was stuck there for the night or she didn't get a chance to tell her that she was stuck yeah, for the so night she was and just like come waiting back. for her I gotta yeah. say though I understand all this and I like the situation and everything but it's like I would find it so inappropriate to like let lane i also think it's weird that she like let lane stay there because like lane has such strict parents so how is she able to just like stay um yeah. but you know whatever but also I just think it's we- like I know he slept on the couch but I I don't know something about it is just like weird to me that Rory's teacher just like slept in the house with like Rory's well, best friend think like on the same floor and then, like- I think it's weird too like because because like you said they're it's on the same floor it's not like Max slept on the floor in Lorelai's room or anything which I mean I, I can understand like why he didn't but and Rory just like could have had Lane come and sleep in her room with her because they're obviously that close like they're all they obviously have a very close relationship and stuff that Lane could have slept upstairs and Lorelai could have slept in Rory's room or something because yeah like having Max on the couch and then Rory's room is just like 10 yards away not even yeah that's where Lane is and stuff It, it, it was a little weird but I will say one continuity error for plot B, we see like a whole town reenactment. It's going to be a whole thing all throughout the series. But here we have a mayor of Stars Hollow rather than a town selectman, which that's something that will come later on where like Taylor Dosey is like the big head honcho. He's pretty much the mayor. They call him town selectman and stuff. But I feel like this episode, we have a mayor. But I don't know if we ever see him again. I'll have to track whenever. I don't. We. I don't think we ever see him again. And I feel. I almost wonder. as like so. Because I, I noticed that today too. I was like, I saw Dosi, but then he was like not the main person talking. He wasn't and, running the meeting. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess like Taylor got town selectman right after this. You know, like, and then he kind of yeah. took over. Because one thing that we're gonna have is they have town meetings, which I've always wanted to live in a small town like this. Right. Not necessarily to go to town meetings, but like where you're close. No, I want to go to town meetings. I want to know the tea. Like I, I like meetings. Yeah. Like I. Well, not working. Like, I just love how close everyone is, and I mean, I don't want everyone up my business, but I mean, yeah, like I want to know what everyone else's business is. And right. There. I I just think that this this is a very unique small town and you don't find those like just anywhere right but yeah so that was one thing 
And then of course, yeah, after everything with Lane and stuff, we do towards the end, we do see Kirk and he is finally Kirk. This is the first episode yeah. where he is Kirk. Yeah, I noticed that. And and I just that's one of the reasons I just can tell that they always planned on making him like part of the town. They just couldn't really tell what to do with his character. And yeah. then they finally like gave him a name. Um like But I do name. think I do think they kept him doing what he had been doing because the like we see him uh, first installing DSL into Lorelai's house. Yeah. And we see him again delivering swans. Yeah, he's always geese. got a different job, which does keep up in the series. Yeah. They just- so they do keep him as like a person who bounces around a lot and is like just doing anything and everything he can. Um, I will say the biggest continuity error that I think to me is more or less, it's less the jobs and the fact that like he was talking to people like Miss Patty as if he didn't know them. And, yeah, that's and the biggest it. thing. And it's just like, but then later on, they're like, oh, we watched you grow up. Like, we've known you your whole life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a that's another thing. Like, he he taught, it's like the back to the whole Richard and Emily are talking about, like, Richard's mom as if she's already dead and stuff like that. So, yeah, it yeah. was still finding its stride, but... They, they, de- I do agree. Kirk is definitely a very interesting person that I'm glad that they kept him because we're going to see a lot more of him throughout the series for sure. Uh, so moving on to the next episode, episode nine, um, nine and 10 actually go pretty hand in hand and they're both very big episodes. Um, it's like see, nine, episode 10 was like the, you know, 1A finale. So nine is like the penultimate episode. So just um, both huge, I'd say. Number nine is called Rory's Dance. It's Rory's winter formal and Dean takes her. Um, it's a whole night. Lots of escapades happen. Rory, Lorelai hurts her back. And yeah. uh, Cora and, can relate to that. Yeah, she. I definitely can relate to that when she hurt her back and she's like, trying to just chill on the couch and eat her tacos (laughs) she's like I'm good I don't need to move I'm good right where I am but I think this is the first episode where we really see how much or like we we see Emily acting on how much she misses being a mother to Lorelai yeah like because Emily does over her and like yeah she watches her and stuff um of course, then Emily's the one to realize because also Rory and Dean, like they like go ha- have a fun night, go to the dance. They become um, official. They become official. Dean almost gets in a fight with Tristan. Rory's like swoon and <laughs> she makes Paris jealous. It's a whole fun time. Paris took her cousin. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that goes like a lot of little details that it, go on in this one. It's it's all scoring, you know, good for, for Rory. And then they go mm-hmm. and they go hang out afterwards they go to miss patty's and they fall asleep miss patty's dance studio and they fall asleep and emily is still at the house and she wakes up and realizes that rory never came home and it's probably like six o'clock in the morning at this point and emily she's waking lorelei up she's pissed she's freaking out um you know she's thinking the worst happened or that she's pregnant yeah and and lorelei's just she one she just woke got woken up she's like in a state of shock 
she yeah she's trying to figure out what's going on she's calling rory's name looking around the house emily's like do you not hear me she's gone she's not here and so going through lorelei's head is like this had to have happened in front of my mom like rory had to mess up in front of my mom and that gets brought up later between rory and lorelei because this is going to cause a little rift between them and Rory does point out like you're not mad that I messed up you're mad that I messed up in front of grandma and that's the biggest thing is because now Lorelai is made out to be the bad guy again like in uh at Rory's birthday Lorelai's not controlling Rory and yeah it's not keeping her in line it's always Lorelai's fault no matter what Rory does um yeah Rory does no wrong whatever thing that Rory does wrong it's Lorelai's fault Lorelai the things that she does right are just on her own accord so that's the other thing like and I think that that's a big reason why there's like still such a divide in this relationship because Mm -hmm. I think Lorelai is just constantly made to feel like why can I just me not be good enough and I will Um, say Lorelai she she definitely has big comebacks to a lot of this stuff like she definitely stands up to herself but one thing that she has that I I will say like I don't always have is like even at Rory's birthday party and everything Lorelai didn't fight with her mom about it Lorelai was like think it was a great party mom and trying to just like make peace yeah she's and I was always like trying to make it better and I'm like I would not be like that like I would be I I'm not in her situation so I don't if we had the past and stuff I don't know if I'd be like that but like me right now if I'm going through all that stuff with my mom and my kid and everything, I'm like, I would be fighting to the death to make sure that they know that you did what you did wrong. You're yeah. the one that messed up, not me, not my daughter. You messed up. Exactly. Um, and so this is basically still going on into episode 10. Um, Rory and her mom are kind of meh because of that, and um, Rory or sorry, and then Lorelai and her mom are really not happy with each other. Emily basically tells Emily or tells her not to come to Christmas to their Christmas party. Yeah, they have like a little Christmas dinner. It's not it's not a full fledged party like we see them having later on. Yeah, it's just like a little dinner party. Um, but she basically tells Lorelai not to go and come to find out during the party, uh, Richard has a cardiac episode, essentially. And, yeah, and but right before this, Dean comes to try to talk to Rory. Yeah. And taps on her window. She's like, and, get out. <laughs> yeah, like he he's, so Dean's whole thing of this episode is he's trying to convince Lorelai that nothing was wrong, that nothing happened. And so I think, like, Lorelai's heard Rory's side. Now she's heard Dean's side. So I think that Lorelai is starting to try to, like, she wants to come around. She wants to forgive Rory. Yeah. But she's still just, like, that whole rift between her mom, she's still upset about yeah, that. Yeah, it's just the embarrassment behind this whole situation. But, of course, she finds out about, um, you know, she's not having Christmas um, party food with her family. So she goes to Luke's, per the usual. And that's where she is when she finds out that her dad's in the hospital so of course Luke takes her to the hospital. That was another thing um, that actually wasn't brought up um, in Rory's birthday parties episode. 
uh emily comments on the fact that luke and she thinks that luke has a thing for uh lorelei and she's mm-hmm. lorelei's like what no and she's like you're laughing you you like the ice man um you want the ice man to like like you or whatever is what she calls him um because he had brought ice to the party and she was very excited about it and hugged yeah him. um but yeah so of course she she brings uh luke to the hospital which only like raises emily's suspicions even more she does actually grow to like luke though they have a nice little chat while they're waiting to find out what was going on with Richard um luckily he was okay but it was a scary episode for sure yeah he's okay Rory reads him the newspaper to keep him up on everything going on in the world and Richard of course loves that um just more of Richard and Rory bonding and just kind of seeing all of that grow um one thing we hadn't mentioned is that Luke so we mentioned Luke's, he owns a diner. And so one big theme throughout all of this is Rory and Lorelai, they drink coffee nonstop. I can relate to this. Um, and they eat everything. Like they, they can literally eat their body weight in food. And this is going to, this is also going to be like a reoccurring thing, like how much they eat. And they're obviously like little stick figure people like they look great and stuff and so people are always like it's like a miracle they can eat so much yeah yeah and it's like food and coffee are going to be a a big thing and one thing that I noticed here like it's like in this first season it's it's mentioned a lot at the beginning but then later on it's mentioned very little so I feel like the writers may have forgotten about it so they sprinkled it in a bit but like Luke is made out to seem like he's a very clean eater like he says like red meat will kill you yeah I did notice that too that it's like in the beginning and then it slowly goes away yeah like later on we do get references um to where like Lorelai says like I don't eat as clean as Luke and people are like nobody eats as clean as Luke like but we don't ever see that he it's kind of put on the back burner and like I said I think they forgot about it because we really don't see it much later but here it's made out to think that Luke is a very clean eater he thinks about his health and I mean I will say like he's technically not wrong about red meat some people like their bodies can't handle it but it's like he talks to Rory like you're gonna end up like your mom and like you don't want to eat all this and Rory's just like oh too late like I'm already like her and they're not going to stop drinking coffee and eating. Right. So, but, yeah, I mean, I think that's like the gist of the first 10 episodes. Um, you know, we get a lot to know the characters a lot and we really start to establish the dynamics of the two mother daughter relationships, which are so like in contrast to each other between yeah. um, Rory and Lorelai, which is obviously a very bonded relationship. And then Emily and Lorelai, which is much more severed. Yeah. And like we mentioned too, we meet Mrs. Kim and Lane. And like, that's another mother-daughter relationship. It's not very prevalent here in this, like this first season too much, but it will become more mainstream later on as the seasons build and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think those are going to be our main mother daughter those three are going to be our main mother daughter duos that we're really going to see and watch kind of grow and we're going to watch all their relationships grow and progress throughout the entire series we do see other mothers 
throughout the series, but they're not very mainstream and it's not a lot of like mother daughter content. Yeah, um, I, I agree. But yeah, because like one, two characters that we uh, we met in this se- season, like this set of episodes, but we didn't talk about is uh, Lorelai's best friend, Suki. And then um, her little like flirtatious person is Jackson, who is the produce guy. And yes. their whole dynamic is so cute. Like, yes, for Suki- sure. I, I will say like at the very beginning, they make Suki to seem like she's very much like, she's zoned in doesn't think about anything because she's like having accidents all over and I wish they kind of would have kept that throughout the series because they they lost it after like by the end of this season I feel like that as much clumsiness as they showed at the beginning was lost and it was very little it like it's so I see it it, it's it's good it's a lot of it in the first couple of seasons then the end catches fire spoiler alert and you don't see it as much in that interim season when they don't when like they don't have the end and they're built there's like two mm-hmm. seasons because they don't have the end for one season and then they're building the dragonfly and whatnot um but then once she gets back in the dragonfly uh like the first episode she like has to get stitches again or something like that and then like yeah. later on she like causes a stove fire um pretty quickly so they do reference it but like you're right not nearly as much as they do at the beginning yeah like that first episode she like people were moving things out of her way like they knew where she was going because she was like not paying attention and she even she started a fire in the very first episode on the stove like she threw the rag over her shoulder and started a fire and I was like oh my gosh like that that is going to be a very a reoccurring theme spoiler alert right well, uh, so the next um, set of episodes I'm really excited about. There's some of my favorites um, coming up. Uh, so that'll be exciting to talk about. Um, anything yeah. else you really want to mention about these first ones before we call it? Um, I don't really think anything about these first ones. Because like I said, this this is really where the story is kind of, it's still building. We meet a lot of, there's, there's, there's a lot that happened in these episodes, but a lot of it is very small and it's hard to remember and kind of grab onto everything so much of it is still building for like things to come so yeah and so like we'll definitely be referencing back to these episodes as we go on because we'll see like the the these are the start of things budding and we'll see how they actually progress later on and, and stuff um but yeah this is definitely one of my favorite series to watch because of the whole mother-daughter dynamic but I will say Emily does get very cringy at times and sometimes it gets really hard for me to watch Emily like and her interactions with Lorelai and even Rory sometimes just because sometimes I just I really feel like I'm having PTSD with things like my I could literally see my grandma doing some of this stuff (laughs) and I'm just like it just makes me cringe and my mom's the same way because my mom and I we've watched this together before and so that's another reason why I really like this. And I hope that Ginny grows up and likes this too. Um, but yeah, like Emily is a very uh, sore subject between me and my mom sometimes in some episodes. That's funny. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into these bonus episodes. We hope that you enjoy this little mini series that we've got going on here mm-hmm. with the Gilmore Girls. And um, we'll be having more episodes for that come out soon. 
yeah stay tuned for our bonus episode coming out next week uh we will be going over the next 11 uh episodes in season one and that'll be it for season one we'll do a big recap and everything in there as well yep all right guys well we hope you have a great week and or weekend i guess and we'll talk to you next time Bye. bye